Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage you to support the stuff that you do enjoy. Buy records, go see bands, buy merchandise. We're just striving to put new music in front of you and encourage you to interact with it however you see fit. Don't take our opinions to heart. We're not trying trying to be professional critics, tastemakers, or make uh, objective value judgments here. We're just a couple of dummies in a basement. Please keep that in mind. We're just trying to have a good time. Just having a trying to have a good time. Literally, that is it. Uh, the format of the show is equally simple. We have ten bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice. We select between five and seven per episode at random. Listen to them. Talk about them. That's all there is to it. If you want to submit music, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission because we like to keep things current. If you want to become a Patreon, it's pa- a patron rather. It's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. And if you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. Just keep it brief. Uh, I'm just going to, I'll keep it brief myself. Uh, I will just speak real quick about last night. We had the last show at the Bug House. The touring acts were Wreckage and Combust. We also had Absolute Truth from Chicago come down, Full Stride from Bloomington, and my band Colossal Man played. Um, Shout out to everybody who attended the show. Um, I expected to feel a lot more of a way today, I guess, after, after the last show at the Bug House. But in actuality, I feel fine. Uh, it's, you know, we we, did, we started doing shows there in 2019. I think, you know, we packed well over 100 kids into the house last night. And I think if that were an outlier, maybe I would feel kind of, uh, it would be more bittersweet. But the fact is we've packed over 100 kids into that house on many occasions at sure. this point over the course of the last four years. And uh, with the conservative military image show coming up that Tristan and Tommy are booking, uh, he's also booking like a big like mutilatred, feed aside, a bunch of other bands like the day before or after that conservative military image show that I'm sure will do very well. There's no dearth of spaces to do shows in right now. It'll suck to not have a reliable place with no financial overhead to, that I can just say yes to every show to. But beyond that, there's uh, Club Escape, there's Stan's Room. I'm there's trying other places. The, places come and go. There's the Legion that Tristan and Tommy are doing shows at on the weekends now. I'm doing that restraining order and gum show at the Northside uh, Sayo Barn in September which is not, it's not an expensive spot to rent. We never had problems doing shows there in the past. So, you know, it is what it is. Like, it was just a space, and if it were the only space that was hosting shows like this and I was the only guy doing stuff in Fort Wayne at this point, I might feel a way about it. But as it is, there are other kids that are actually taking on some of the burden of booking and booking cool fucking shows, and there are plenty of other spaces to do shows in, and kids seem to willingly go out to those. It used to be that having an HQ was a more important thing, but at this point, with the internet and easy dissemination of information about addresses, locations, everybody's got GPS and a smartphone, doesn't, it's not as important that there's one single spot that everybody knows about. I think kids pack out shows wherever they may occur. So, sure. um, And p- tons of kids regionally drive in from Bloomington, Indianapolis, Illinois, Grand Rapids for a lot of these shows, not just the ones that I book. So in general, I'm just feeling psyched about the state of everything. And uh, it felt good to know that there wasn't a hundred kids there, a hundred plus kids there just because it was the last show there. It's just because it was a good fucking show. Sure. On that note, Combust, 
absolutely ripped. Yeah, um, they were good. Wreckage was great, too. Absolute Truth was great. Full Stride was great. I mean, every band was good. Um, Combust is definitely the best band playing that style of hardcore at this present moment that I have seen live, certainly. I was, uh, I was taking notes and thinking, like, damn, my band... My band is pretty good, but that was really, really good. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Combust for reaching out to me to book that show. That was cool. It feels good uh, knowing that people still want to come through Fort Wayne. Beyond that, shout out to Dan, our old our old pal Dan. He came through and uh, for free out of the kindness of his heart just because he wanted to document the evening, uh, did like a full live sound setup and captured live all of the sets from all of the bands. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll send that audio out to the touring bands that came through, and if they want to use it for anything, they can. And uh, shout out. Additionally to JS, who came up from Indy. I didn't even know he was coming up for the show. JS pretty meticulously documents shows. He has a very, very large, uh, a very large well of uh, recorded material to draw from that he consistently uploads to YouTube. I think that his current YouTube is L, like E-L-L-E, 2.0, and he has tons of shows, mostly from Indiana, mostly from Indianapolis, and then a few from elsewhere. And he shot every band's uh, set last night, and he already has them up on YouTube. So if you want to see footage of the last show, go check it out. Uh, I was worried. I wasn't worried. I was just bummed that I couldn't. I didn't really have any the money, any money in the budget to hire like a fucking camera dude to come shoot the show. So when he showed up and uh, was just doing it out of the kindness of his heart, that was uh, that was sick. So yeah, it's really all I got to say. Yeah. Feeling good, feeling happy. It was a good show. I sat outside for most of it. <laughs> yeah. I poked in. I didn't feel like dealing with the fucking soup, man. It was horrible in there. I had just been, you know, I, I was down there for, um, you know, I can't remember which fucking band it was I watched down there. Yeah. Oh, oh, the band from Chicago. Yeah, Absolute Truth. Absolute Truth. Yeah. And uh, poked my head in for wreckage. Wreckage isn't really my thing. Sure. Most of those bands aren't really my thing. Yeah, it's a little bit It's a little bit more melodic. Yeah. Yeah. I um, like that band a lot, but I can, yeah, I can see it. It's not, not, not really a thing. So, yeah. And then I poked my head in for Combust on the stairs. Yes. Yeah. In the back. Sure. Didn't, like I said, I didn't want to get soupy. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. My only, the only way that show could have gone better is if it were in like a, on like an early October day. Yeah. A cool early October day. Yeah. Because uh, the walls were sweating and I looked desperately for a mop, but the boys at the bug house aren't big moppers. So, no. Um, so there was no mop in the house and it was like a skating rink on the floor. That's okay. Yeah, for sure. I just, like I said, I, I, I had. I had gone to a show the day before that yeah. got rained on and uh, smelled like a toilet full of hot dogs. Sure. As I said to Adam. Yeah. Didn't really feel like being in the toilet again. Yeah, that's fair, for sure. Uh, you got anything this week, or should we just jump into it? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Let's get into it. All right, cool. Do we have a Mia Culpa? Well, yeah, I was going to say, there was there is that. Uh not that he listens to this show, but I, I did want to send uh, send out some love to Conrad, whose family just uh, lost their home in Hawaii. By pure happenstance, we did a call back to an older joke, like on last week's episode, where we talked about yeah. you know a few months ago about how if you had to choose a place to be homeless, Hawaii would be the spot to do it because right. you can just pick you know papayas off the trees and there's like beautiful crystal blue waters and white sand beaches etc etc someone was kind of mad about that and so we occasionally double back and uh and double down on that joke just because we find it funny nothing nothing sacred yeah yeah but then the day that episode went up yes as chance would have it uh (laughs) hawaii turned into a well 
Lahaina in yes, Maui. Right, exactly. It uh, became a, a roaring hellfire in which many people have died and lost their homes, including people that I actually know in real life. So just to uh, just to establish our innocence here, that was pure happenstance. We did not know that was going to happen. That really fucking sucks. I will still say, broadly speaking, being homeless in Hawaii is still better than being homeless in Indiana, right? <laughs> like, that that point stands. Yeah, that point we're stands. We're still not backing down. Not backing down from that. That point stands. I would much rather be homeless in Hawaii than homeless in Indiana or almost anywhere else. However, a poorly timed joke that we could not have possibly predicted. So yeah. there you go. Our bad on that. Our hearts genuinely go out to anybody affected by that. Like I said, I know a guy who was affected by that. Yeah. That shit fucking sucks. It does suck. And to, to say the least. Uh, yeah. su- sucks is a, a massive understatement to describe what that is like. So, um, All right, cool. Let's jump into the queue this week. I think we got, I think we got a, good, a good selection. First up, we have Entrail Asphyxiation with their self-titled release. This is a band from Maryland. It was sent in by our buddy Shelby, who said that uh, he knows normally this kind of stuff isn't really our thing. Um, but uh, he thinks that this is cool and weird enough that it, it might get past our defenses. It looks like my thing. Yeah, I think he. I think maybe like he described this as like more gore kind of shit. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, yeah, th- th- there's a there's a needle that needs to be threaded there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But he seems to think that uh, that we'll dig it. Then we've got the new sea of shit with their uh, self-titled LP that came out uh, a few months ago at this point, and for whatever reason, I just haven't gotten around to listening to this can, yet. Can, can I just say? Yeah, I have a few sea of shit, shit releases. Yeah, if you showed me this and said, "Is this new?" I'd say, well, "I don't know," because it looks know. just yeah. like a fucking sea of shit record from 2010. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know? Sea of shit has been doing it for a fucking long time. Uh, right. They are uh, they're a pillar of chicago hardcore have been for the uh, over a decade at this point a i think a long ass time i mean like going on like 13 14 years band has rocked during the entirety of their existence i have no doubt that uh, this new one is sick as well mike from the band saren sent this our way i will finally get around to listening to this this week whether or not we have it on the show tonight uh then we've got soh uh this is their split with bazooko Bazooka, we've had on the show before. Um, SOH features two members of Artificial Joy. Uh, the two folks who play guitar in Artificial Joy play guitar and bass in this band, and uh, the Artificial Joy crew sent this our way. Um, then we have got Purple Pills resubmitting their, the, themselves once again. Again, if we land on this, I will read their email. Until such a time, I will refrain because it's lengthy. Um, I really don't know anything about this, but this song, the song they sent us uh, this week is a song called Rockstar. Then we have got Fortuna Malvada with Strength Through Wounding. This is a band from Tucson, Arizona. It was sent in by Greg, who said it's uh, some heavy hardcore for the femmes. Then we have got uh, Fochus. I have to imagine that's pr- how that's pronounced. This is a band from Bordeaux, France. It was sent in by Tyler Hammer, who said if we land on this, it will almost certainly be the best thing we have on the show tonight. Okay. Then we have, I have to imagine this is pronounced like Tatchers, maybe, because it's T-A-T-X-E-R-S, and the band is from uh, Pamplona, Spain. And I think X in Spanish is usually vaguely a C-H-E sound, kind of. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go on a limb here and say Tatchers is probably how this is pronounced. Uh, This was sent in by Derek, who said it's some Spanish power pop. 
Then we've got Hellbound with A Way of Live. Ooh, A Way of Live. I like that. Does that mean that this is recorded? Oh, okay. Recorded live. Okay, there we go. Uh, this was sent in by our doctor, our doctor friend, Alistair, um, who, uh, who said that this is a uh, new hardcore band from Glasgow. This is out on Northern Unrest. We've had this label featured on the show before. Mm-hmm. He said that this is uh, some Clevo-style hardcore out of Glasgow, which evidently is a thing that Glasgow is doing right now because on the last... Right. On the last uh, Hell Week, right. we featured a very good band from Glasgow who also sound like a Cleveland hardcore right. band. So that must just be a thing they like in Scotland at this moment. Then we have got Size Up with Amphibian Bulldozer. This was sent in by uh, Matthias. He said this is a new band out of Sweden that's got a little bit of sheer terror, some bouncy NYHC, and probably some modern beatdown influence in there, but it's a new Swedish band, and he always puts on for Sweden. The last up, we have Lola Zaza with their self-titled EP. This is a resubmission. Um, this is John, the mastermind behind Thought Control. This is his new project. Uh, and uh, he submitted it a while ago, but it just didn't, uh, the dice didn't favor it, so he, uh, he threw it back in the mix again. Okay. What's, uh, what's first tonight? Nine. Okay, we're going to start with Size Up, Amphibian Bulldozer. Um, the song that was recommended to us by Matthias is the third song, Humble Guy. I like the name of the song. Humble guy, you don't really know which way it's going to swing. Is it going to be a, a, about a man who's a humble guy? Is it going to be yeah. a self uh, a self referential tale by the lyricist himself describing yeah. what a humble guy he is? Yeah, I don't know. Which seems oxymoronic because if you're talking about how, what a humble guy you are in song format, you're not such a humble guy. Well, you know, yeah. So we'll see, uh, and we'll see if it's any good at the same time. So we're going to listen to "Humble Guy" by Size Up off of Amphibian Bulldozer.
right, so that was Humble Guy by the band Size Up off of Amphibian Bulldozer, which I should note, there's a there's a good, uh, I like the congruence, the congruity, rather, between the name of the record and the art on the record. There is indeed a big frog or toad or something. Yeah, there's a big fucking toad. Yes. Uh, yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Here's the thing. Yeah. When, with the first part, yeah. like, the you know, the fucking faster part of the song. Sure. I thought, man, I just, I want to hear this over a D-beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I just want to hear this fucking, that riff blistering over a D-beat. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Sure. I will, I will say the lyrics on this, uh, I appreciate a lot more than I typically appreciate tougher, tougher sounding <laughs> hardcore lyrics. Well, well, there's, so there's no, there's no, ju- th- I think that this, I was looking at the lyrics for the first song, yeah. Blue Swine and, and Frog Fist. Yeah. You know, which is like an anti-cop song of Blue Swine is. Sure, yeah. And then the Frog Fist seems to be a theme song. Okay. Or at least, I don't, anyway, it's, uh, um, you know, Amphibian Bulldozer is mentioned a lot in there and that sure. sort of thing. Who knows? Yeah. Right? This, this, this band is like straddling a line between like, you know, Taking taking a safe stance on tried and true themes, right, and then also cracking wise. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I just I like the the line like I'm holding the mic. I'm twice the size of you. Yeah. Um, what I say goes. Yeah, what I say goes is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, no more from you. I am a god. Yeah. You mere mortals don't know jack shit. If you're gonna do if you're gonna do the like the tough hardcore thing and you're gonna do tough hardcore lyrics, I definitely approve. I, I approve of this more theatrical theatric approach. Well, yeah, absolutely. And and like there's no there's no crying about what a broken brain you have. Yeah, for it's sure. Just fuck you. Yeah, it's just right? fuck you. I'm weak. Yeah. I'm bigger than you. Right. That's the way this works. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. weak. I'm bigger than you. That's the right. way this sure. fucking works. Yeah, I like that. Which I can appreciate, but I will say that they all look like butter boys. They, yeah, but they look like butter people in the butter, picture. Butter people, for sure. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Um, and yeah, musically, this was fine. The first part, like the first part of the song, was it held my interest certainly more than the latter half. And I could hear the comparison to like sheer terror in, in sort of the the riffing, the drumming, the general pace of the song. There, um, it didn't do a whole lot for me. This is something you see live, and if they're good, you're like nodding your head along and having a good enough time. But I'd never throw this on uh, of my own accord in the car or something. You know? A distinct Scandi take on a distinctly Scandi take yeah. on, um, I guess, uh, graffiti logo hardcore. For sure, for sure, not bad, not my thing either. I'm gonna tell you, I, I said it before, graffiti logo. Yeah, nine and a half times out of ten. Yeah, walking right by it. That's uh, probably uh, yeah. I have way more affinity for that. I would say I'm like fifty fifty on it. Yeah, fifty walking right by it. Depends on the it depends on the other accoutrement. Well. It, Graffiti logo, yeah, and streetwear, uh-huh. right on by. See graffiti. See, I'm, 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 I'm checking out right, graffiti logo right on streetwear. By. I'm rocking with right it. right on by. Yeah, right. You, I, I feel like you can get away with one of those, and I yeah. might turn my head. Sure, but if both of those are right up front, yeah, right on by. <laughs> no, I'm rocking with it, man. Um, all right, what's uh, what's next this evening? Five. Okay, this is "Strength Through Wounding" by Fortuna Malvada from Tucson, Arizona. Let's see, uh, there is no particular song recommended to us on this, so we'll just start at the beginning. Mi sangre. Mi sangre? Sangre? 
My Sanger. <laughs> my Sanger. This is my, yeah, this is My Sanger by my. Fort, Fortuna Malveda. It's Sangre. Yeah, Sangre, yes. Thank God. It's, yeah. it's Sanger. Sanger. St. Anger. St. Anger. <laughs> yeah, so this is Stanger. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine if that's what James Hetfield sang instead of St. Anger? It was just yeah. Stanger. Yeah, it'd be fucking awesome. It would be my favorite Metallica record. It would definitely be my favorite Metallica record, so. <laughs> we're gonna listen to. I'm Stanger. madly in Stanger with you. Yeah, we're gonna listen to Stanger by Fortuna Malvada. Hey, we got something better than a rabbit's foot, Holmes. We got familia, raza, way. Sangre by Fortuna Malvada off of Strength Through Wounding. Um, I, I mean, I, musically, that is, you know, it, we've, we've, we've talked it to death on this show. That's a distinctly modern form of heavy hardcore that does very little for either of us. In its best form, sometimes, sometimes it gets through the cracks, uh, and and one will hit us right, right in the sweet spot. This did not do the, that for me, I thought, in general. As competently played as, as this is, this is the riffs, everything on this are just so dime a dozen for this form, which, again, I mean, that's hypocritical coming from us because we like a plenty of dime a dozen stuff. 
<laughs> quite quite literally sometimes. Yes. Recycled riffs all day. Hey, right? you can find this record for 25 cents on Discogs. Right. It's the best thing to come out. <laughs> right, exactly. So, you know, that in and of itself is not really a, a criticism worth uh, worth hearing from either of us, but just this is a form that doesn't do much for me, so I need more novelty from it if, if my interest is going to be peaked. It's perfectly competently done musically, but I just find it to be overall a very boring take on hardcore, and I, I don't know who allowed... Uh, the vocalist of this band Genesis uh, to just go in and do uh, decide to speak over the or speak over the riffs, yeah, you yeah, know. So, but so yeah, a couple things. For yeah, me. Uh, yeah. I thought that it sounded pretty good. Sure. Yeah, recording sounded right? good. Yeah, yeah. Tones and recording were good. I, I wish not that, overproduced. I wish that song felt like it was going somewhere for sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's the first. It's the first track on this fucking. Sure. So, so maybe it's a hype track. Yeah. Maybe it picks up after that. But a this bit. this song felt like it never went anywhere. Yeah. Agreed, man. It just kind of it kind of lackadaisically plotted from one riff to the next. Right. Right. And yeah, like the vocal delivery was just a little too flat. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just it was like I said. It, it very literally just sounded like somebody speaking over the music. Right. Which, if you're playing some like hype ass heavy hardcore, is not. It's just not suitable. And if you are going to do a more spoken de spoken delivery, then you need to hit me with like uh, better rhythmic sensibility, a rappier delivery, perhaps. Yeah. But like that wasn't present in this. Even the phrasing, like the vocal placement and vocal phrasing on this, was not. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like glaringly bad. It was just like it didn't add any sort of. It didn't add the extra dimension that a good vocalist would to a band like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and at least. When you're talking to me, yeah, there's a much finer line. Like I don't want to hear your puffed up chest and your, sure. and your, your you know, I yeah. don't want to hear that. Right. I don't want to hear. I don't want to necessarily like hear just flat spoken delivery. Sure. I don't know. So, like, when Dwid uh -huh. does sort of like the spoken delivery thing, but he kind of draws things out a sure. little bit, and you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking works. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This 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 track just didn't feel like it went anywhere. Not a lot of spice on it. No. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I can pick it up. So very, yeah, this is a this is very unseasoned chicken breast style hardcore. Unseasoned I mean? chicken breast. Unseasoned chicken breast, right? Yeah. Like it's edible. Yeah, you know what I mean. But just just this side of edible, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like okay, I can eat this, and it'll it's it will provide necessary sustenance, but. I ain't gonna. I ain't, I'm never gonna speak about this meal again, and I'm not necessarily gonna enjoy my bites. But I'm not hating yeah. them either. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't actually feel like I. F I heard I just heard an entire song. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, for sure. Um, all right, what's next? Two. All right, two is the new sea of shit. So this is gonna be a markedly different take on uh, hardcore music from either of the things that we just heard. Um, they have a particular song queued up to play. We were told that the first song is as good as any to start on, but, you know, if they decided that Dormancy is the song that people should hear first, I'll defer to Sea of Shit. So we're going to listen to Dormancy by Sea of Shit off of their self-titled LP. <laughs>
right. So we actually listened to Dormancy and then also Nullified Cognizance by Sea of Shit off their self-titled LP. I think this is a case in which maybe the song that they selected for us to hear, uh, they did so because it was actually not that representative and they wanted to throw a little wrench in the works because typically you expect Sea of Shit to be playing fast at some point mm-hmm. um, other than the slow dirgy songs that they've always had in their repertoire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dormancy was more on that side of things and it went right into a, a rager that's more in line with the traditional sea of shit sound. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot more melody on dormancy than I expected. And I actually, I, I, I remember hearing this reported to me that they are doing some other stuff with like melody on this record that hasn't been as present on previous sea of shit efforts, but that it was effective. And I would agree with that assessment. I think this is a case where it's still recognizably sea of shit, but they have done the, the loathsome, the loathsome thing they've matured they've yeah, musically they, matured see that is that that's my sticking point yes that's why i wanted to listen to the second track i'm like ah, come on yeah 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 for sure but i thought it worked here um as long as they don't stick on the sonic experimentation that they uh that they were kind of noodling around with on dormancy for two to two as long as there's not too many passages of that on this record yeah I can rock with this. Yeah. There's definitely more, um, I mean, dare I say, they, they would probably even hate it, but like Dormancy had an almost a chaotic screamo vibe to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like with the like kind of melodic, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not talking about like, I'm talking about like, you know, Jerome's dream, like emo violence, fast blast beaty screamo. I'm not saying Seisha, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, it was, it was okay. Yeah. You know, it, honestly, I have a few things by this band. You know, they used to play the house back in the day. Sure. Um, you know, knew them a little better than back then. Sure. I've, you know, um, but uh, I have honestly haven't listened to a C shit release in a minute. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this was this was okay. Yeah, I, I I always prefer this sort of stuff, short to the fucking point. Yeah, and just ram down your throat like a brick. Sure. So yeah, when I hear a little bit of like melody and maturity, I guess I'm kind of like, uh, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. I think in that way, this reminded me a lot more of a band like uh, Cloud Rat. Maybe you know what I mean in the in the sense that there is a lot more melody in here. There's a lot more experimentation, and I do think that that's been kind of a slow evolution for Sea of Shit. I don't think that this is like a sudden place that well, they arrived. You at. know, and, and and these long, you know, the, these long live, short fast bands. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like you either become a Gathicles, right, 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 or Unholy Grave, or sure. something like that. Yeah, or you try something different, or you try something a little bit different. Yeah, and you try to keep it, you know. You're self-interested. Sure, absolutely. Right. So I thought it was pretty good. I'll definitely listen to the rest of this. I don't know necessarily that I'm, I'll spend a ton of time with this if it all sounds more or less like that because I'm with you and that I just want this. I want short, fast stuff to always be the most raging, ripping version of that possible. But I did like what I heard. Um, and on occasion, I get in, mood, in, in the mood for something like this. So I'll, I'll probably throw it on in the record store tomorrow and see how it hits me. Yeah, the point is that everybody in this band knows exactly what they're fucking doing. For sure. So they're not stumbling through this shit absolutely and and this is uh, certainly uh only attributable to a matter of taste this is a very very good version of what it's doing and if you like music that sounds like this that airs on the more melodic or experimental side of fast music you're gonna like this this is really this is very very well done yeah there you go um all right what's next two 
Okay, this is SOH. They're split with Bazooko. At this rate, we're just going to get through everything that we're we really have cooking. Tonight. We've had short songs. We're really cooking, and uh, additionally, we have like one voicemail and oh, a few yeah. text messages. So, dude, we're going to we're look, cooking. We're going to get a lot of music on yeah. the show tonight. So uh, this is just two songs. It's off their side of the split. Uh, we were instructed to listen to the first song, so we're going to listen to "Red Spell Spells Red" by Soh. <laughs> Red Spell Spells Red by SOH off their split with Bazooko. How'd you feel about it? The only thing I liked was the vocals. That's the only thing you liked. <laughs> I fucking uh, liked. Did, okay, I'm going to ask you, did the riffs feel a little circusy? to I, you? Yes. yes. It really felt like a fucking carnival or a circus. Yeah. I don't know if that's by design. I did like the fucking vocals a lot. I, I like the vocals. I would fucking love to hear that on like... I don't know, like a Pan's Ram sort of thing, sure, the Pan's yeah. Ram, like Casmer uh, thing yeah, we Kasmer heard thing. last yeah, week, yeah, yeah, sure. or you know, uh, some of your like uh, like like a Devil Master or sure, something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought the unhinged vocals were were very good. I thought they 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 worked really well. I yeah. did not like the gang vocals. Um, the gang vocals were a weird choice when they, there when huh? they came in. Did not really dig that, and the whole thing just had a corny like fucking cotton candy circus vibe that i was kind of like mm. the, yeah the, it, it missed me entirely yeah it didn't miss me entirely i thought when they slowed it down i was more in than when they were going fast when they kind of hit the halftime part i think i think it worked a little bit better i will i will say to give this band their their flowers on this this was recorded really well uh, mm. i thought the tones everything was, was were very very good this sounded excellent uh, production choices, tone choices, everything like that, really good. The playing, also very, very solid. I didn't think this fully sucked by any means. If if this is to your taste, it's really good. This should be to my taste, except for the fact that, yes, the riffs were just full-on carnival shit. And, again, as you mentioned, that may be intentional. I mean, my guess is, like, maybe they're trying to channel... Uh, maybe this is from, like, an Anglophile perspective. Like, are they trying to do, like, 
and you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm thinking the only bands that I can think of other than Bogside Sniper Squadron, which I listen to that and it rocks by the way. It does. It's good. Yeah. Um, the only stuff I can really think of that does that a lot in like metal or punk is usually like <laughs> racist bands like Argus Lent and stuff who have these sort of like Irish jig yeah. sort of progressions in their music. Yeah. And that was present here. And I can't imagine that this is coming from no. the other angle where it's like fl you know, flogging Molly or the Pogues or something like that. I have to c imagine this is coming from a, a metal angle or like that. That influence has to be coming from a different maybe, angle than maybe, that. Maybe, it was maybe like it's incidental. Incidental. I, I don't know. Maybe there was like a, a desire to hit like a witchy, creepy vibe. It could be that. It could be that too. It, 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 I don't know, man, but I would love to hear that vocalist in front of like fucking rigorous institutions. Sure, yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, I thought the vocals were great. And again, the music was technically good. Like it was performed very well. It sounded very good. I'm sure there will be a lot of people in our listenership who heard this and enjoyed it a lot. And I wish that I did because almost everything about this should speak to me. But those riffs, to me, just were not hitting. And I know that these people can write riffs because I fucking love their other band. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's not a dearth of talent. It's not even a dearth of, of riffmanship, right? It's just simply that they made choices that I didn't like here. You know what I mean? And, like, that is what it is. There's yeah. nothing, nothing can be done about that. Yeah. I just, uh, I didn't like the, I didn't like the Irish jigginess present Yeah, here. no, that's, uh, it's, yeah, the, the music just missed me entirely. I, I just... Right away, as soon as I heard the fucking like screechy cackliness of the vocals, like oh, this is yeah, that's up my alley. Sure, give me that. Yeah, nah, leave the rest. Yeah, yep, for sure. So sorry, sorry, artificial joy crew. I do like your other band. I like many of your other several, at least a couple of your other projects that you guys are involved with. Um, this one, this one just ain't hitting me. But not saying it's no good. I'm just saying. You made some choices that didn't sit right with just, me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, all right, what's next? One. All right, one is Entrail Asphyxiation. This is a self-titled release. This is the one that comes to us from Shelby, who said, uh, might make it past our defenses, might be something that hits us, despite the fact that stuff like this typically doesn't. Uh, he suggested the fourth song, so we're going to hear Laryngeal Reconstruction by Entrail Asphyxiation. <laughs>
We just heard a laryngeal reconstruction by Entrails Fixation off of their self-titled debut release. Uh, okay, so this is members of Ixius, Deliriant Nerve, Corvo, Brain Tourniquet, Glitterer, and a million different bands. Um, I thought that this actually kicked a ton of ass. I really liked this a lot. Uh, the thinking man's gore. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know. Um, this was. This had everything that I liked about slammy death metal stuff, and really none of the stuff that I didn't like. I even thought the toilet vocals were delivered here more tastefully than almost any other time that I've heard them delivered. And I also thought that the the vocal switch up halfway through was nice. It was a nice change of pace. Every riff on this is good, and they are riffing the whole time. I think the thing that, that loses me quickly about a lot of uh, death gore, slammy kind of stuff is just that the riffs, again, are very, very recycled. They're very much in the exact same pocket, utilizing the same sort of chromatic slam riffs over and over again, and there's just only so much of that I can take, and I usually just need, I, I, or I don't need, but I, I deeply desire something more from this. So this has the grooviness of slam, it has some of the production choices of slam and like death gore kind of stuff, but the riffs are absolutely ripping the entire time. They're innovative, they're fucking cool, they're dissonant, they're catchy in their own way. The grooves hit hard. The drumming is fucking great. Uh, I liked pretty much everything about this. I thought that this was very, very cool and actually a pretty fresh take on the thing that they're trying to do that doesn't sound immediately comparable to any other specific band. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I'll check the rest of it out. I, I liked I liked the riffs. I liked I liked the music. The, the, the burbly vocals really were need to be a time and a place for me. Sure. Uh, regurgitate. Right. Yes, sure. You know, but the the music kind of like the, the the pace of regurgitate kind of like uh, overshadows that. Sure, you know what I mean. Yes, I dug the music here. I'm not sold on the fucking toilet vocals, um, but uh, I'll check out the rest of these tracks to make sure that like you know I'm getting a fair sample because this actually has my interest. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, this was at first listen fine. Sure. Fair enough. I right. felt I felt more strongly about this than you. I thought I thought this is straight up fully rocked. Right. The, I will say, the toilet vocal thing. It seems like a vestige uh, of a diff, of a form that you guys, this band, are paying homage to, but could just as easily discard. Right. Right. I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Right. Because you know those riffs were fucking sick. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And. I don't know. Like I said, it's just you know, the fucking the fucking ultra distorted, indecipherable toilet toilet vocals work and have been like I said, like regurgitate or uh, you know, fucking last days or something like sure, that. Sure, yeah. Um, but I think that's because the, you know the, the the music itself just right fucking bulldozes right over everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So, so yeah, I will say I don't think I don't think the toilet vocals here elevate. No, they elevate the music. Do. You know what I mean. So I just thought that they were more tastefully delivered, uh, and certainly maybe the quality of the music helps soften the blow of the toilet vocals here as well. That might be some of it as well. I feel like this stuff. I mean, so this this definitely has like a lot of fucking like uh, I guess it's got a lot of touchstones to like what's pretty popular right now, though. Sure, you yeah. know what I mean, but but it, but again, it's it, it feels like a more intelligent take on yeah, it. Yeah, but what know? I'm saying is, I feel like most folks are gonna are probably gonna really dig this. Yeah, for um, sure. just for its fucking ignorance, just yes. for its fucking indecipherability. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought I thought it rocked. I, I'm gonna I'm going to uh, I'm gonna listen to the rest of this tomorrow. So I was at a I was at a show down in Indy. Yeah. On Sunday. Okay. Uh, some metal fest. I don't know. I paid like seventy bucks to watch like six bands and hang out with Adam. Sure. Basically. Yeah. And then we even left and just left early to go get food. Right. And see friends. Sure. <laughs> so, like, you know, standout bands uh, at this show. I mean, Deceased, I always enjoy seeing Deceased play. Yeah. Um, there was a band called Street Tombs that fucking ruled. Temple of the Void was fucking good. Lady Beast was entertaining. Um, I only kind of watched half of their set. Sure. Um, they uh, drug a kid up on stage to mosh. Okay. So, you know. There you go. You know. Sure. Whatever. Yeah, sure. We have. While, we have. while, while Paul Ledney looked on. We have our feelings about that. You know what that. I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, Crossbitter was fucking phenomenal. You're wearing a Crossbitter shirt. I right am. Now. They were fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Gravesend sound did not do them justice, yeah. so I didn't even fucking watch. That's a bummer. Um, but. Because I like Gravesend. Yeah, I do too. Uh, so, but the sound really didn't do them justice. Yeah. Um, but uh, I noticed a lot of midriff shirts. Sure, which is, a cl- I mean, that's a thing that used to happen in death metal, for sure. I, I have not seen I have not seen a midriff shirt in a fucking minute. They're back. They're back. They're back, for sure. That used to be a pretty common thing. You saw the, the midriff shirt with the acid wash jeans and the fucking high-top sneaks. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm going to put a fucking hard line on it right now. Okay. 22 or younger. 22 or younger for the midriff shirt. Yeah, that's 23 and up, you do not wear a fucking midriff shirt. That's probably reasonable. Right? Sure. That is that is not an adult garb. Well, no, certainly the you know that is not the fuck not. No. Well, I mean, listen, listen. Yeah. Is a fucking beneath the remains shirt an yeah. adult garb? Also, for me, yeah, yes, for me, but probably to most. But no. with within the confines of fucking death metal, yeah, midriff shirts, twenty two and under, yeah. A- above that, no. Okay, I think that's fair enough. You know, I think you're getting fat. Enough. Yeah, sure. yeah, you're getting softer in the middle, no doubt. Right. Yeah. Certainly, if you're in your 30s. Yeah. Okay. And then. Yeah. 45 and up. Sure. Right. Again, it's one of those things. Yep. In the middle, in that middle section, yeah. you can't do it. I, 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 I hadn't really. I was like, God damn, there's a lot of fucking midriff shirts here on dudes. Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? A lot yeah. of half shirts. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. If, you, if you're gross, mm-hmm. do it. Sure. Right? But otherwise, respect the age limit. Yeah. I agree. I agree. For sure. Um, all right. What's next? Uh, five. All right, this is the Lola Zaza EP. Um, so I know that this is uh, this is another project that that is half uh, John Kay who plays in Thought Control, and at least the early Thought Control stuff was all John Kay, and then he recruited a band, and I think they maybe write together now for the new new material. So this one is John Kay and Brian Pask. Um, he said that the song "Youth of Today" is uh, is a banger. I also love the idea. Of just calling a track Youth of Today. Yeah, and also like the first song on here is called Terrorizer, Terrorizer. which is also the name of a band. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like just naming your songs after very well-known bands. I guess Lo- it's a Love way in the Supermarket. Love in the Supermarket. Is that a play on a, on a Clash song? It could be, yeah. It could be Lost in the su- Lost in the Supermarket. Yeah, yeah it could be. Um, but it's a, it's a great SEO tactic. Somebody, somebody Googles Youth of yeah. Today and they get the Lola Zaza EP. Right. Um, he said that this stuff is uh, does have some, some hints of hardcore in it, but he would describe it more as uh, on the punk side of things, certainly more so than, uh, than uh, Thought Control. So we're going to hear Youth of Today by Lola Zaza off of their self-titled EP. 
that was used to, yeah. That was Youth of Today with Lola Zaza. Yeah, that was Youth of Today with Lola Zaza. So yes, that was Youth of Today by Lola Zaza off their self-titled EP that came out in February of this year. Uh, When it first came in, both of us were like, I don't know, that sounds pretty hardcore to me. But as the track wore on, there were a lot of other things going on there. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, like with the vocal delivery over the sort of mid-tempo, dirgy, grimy uh, bit in the middle there, I could actually, I could hear a lot of rudimentary Peni influence in that. And that's a band that like shares some sonic similarities with first hard first wave american hardcore at times and at other times ventures very far afield of that um but you know like cosmic plague has been covered or a cosmetic plague has been covered by hardcore bands and crust bands a million times over and is basically a hardcore song so in that way this shared that sort of uh common dna yeah yeah. and this also had a distinct like crust flavor for sure through a post-punk lens yes for sure like like that that main riff and then like with the vocal cadence yes i was reminded of fucking hail hammer sure right yeah, yeah exactly you yes know? yeah this was cool man this was really good I, this was a this is another band uh that i wouldn't immediately compare this to one single other band there's clearly a lot of different influences going into this and i think they all worked in tandem uh to produce something that very much felt like its own thing. There's a lot of recognizable stuff uh, that is particularly uh, popular in the present subculture zeitgeist. There's post-punk in this. There's crust in this. There's some straight-up hardcore punk in this. I think it all worked together very well. This is good. I'm going to listen to the rest of this EP. Yeah. Thought, thought it was sick. Yeah, and now I have Messiah stuck in my head. So. There you go. There you go. So real quick, before we roll the dice again, I was just talking about how I, I feel very hopeful about uh, the state of Fort Wayne hardcore and heavy music. Um, There's that show on September 2nd. Mm -hmm. That is uh, Conservative Military Image. The next day, Mutal Atriot, Feticide, and some other bands. So that's September 3rd. Then I have on September 12th, Restraining Order and Gum. I just saw, as we were listening to this this song, Jared announced his band, uh, Disappear, is playing their farewell show. And you know who else is playing it? In Cold Blood. Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, October 21st, so mark your calendars if you want to drive up to see In Cold Blood in a fucking Legion Hall, which I certainly do. Yeah. Uh, October 21st, In Cold Blood. Uh, That band still fucking rocks. I have seen recent footage of In Cold Blood, and they are still very, very good. In Cold Blood has an all-time great Clevo hardcore record. It's kind of, they're, they're maybe not as well-remembered as a lot of other bands because they have just one really, really good fucking LP, whereas other bands have more of a legacy and they more play it out more consistently, et cetera, et cetera. And In Cold Blood seems to be more of a regional phenomenon. But I assure you, if you go back and listen to that classic In Cold Blood LP, it's every bit as good as all of their contemporaries doing similar stuff around the same period of time. I'm stoked to see that band. So there you go. Fort Wayne Hardcore, with or without the bug house, in a good state, in a yeah. good place. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's roll the dice. Like anyone gives a shit. Like anyone gives a shit, indeed. <laughs> Three. Okay, this is, again, I'm, I'm guessing on this, Tatchers. Tatchers. T-A-T-X-E-R-S. Tadxers. Tadxers. So this is the Spanish power pop band. Let me double check here. Uh, no particular particular song was uh, recommended to us. We're going to listen to uh, the song they have queued up to play. That's the second tra- track on here. Labanac. Uh, Labanac. Um, I don't know. The, the I will say that like much of this language seems 
indiscernible to me. It doesn't look like it may be, maybe it's a regional dialect of Spanish. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Because there are, there are, this doesn't look like Spanish. No, it doesn't, but there are regional dialects, right? Like, uh, well, there's, there's like an entirely different, like in the Basque region. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not just a dialect, that's an entirely different language altogether. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. So, who the fuck knows? We'll do some. It sure as shit ain't fucking English. It sure as shit ain't English, that's for sure. So, we're going to listen to the second track by Labanac off of the self titled release from the band that may or may not be called Tatchers. Tad Xers. Tad Xers. Tatted Xers. That was uh, Labanac by, again, Tatchers. Maybe this is indeed sung in Basque. Yes. So there you go. That yep. would explain why we were like, what's the, this ain't Spanish. <laughs> yeah. I, I done seen Spanish before and this ain't that, brother. Right. This is, yeah, so this is all in Basque. Yeah. Uh, this is the, 
This was sick. This was very sick. You said when it started playing, yo, speaking of The Clash, yeah. the chorus, or the verse of this, rather, a lot of similarities with The Clash. I would also hesitate to just kind of broadly categorize this as just power pop. That's not, that's not what would come to mind. Like, certainly mm. there's some of that in this. Right. But The Clash also kind of evades description. The Clash is kind of just, I don't know, a rock band, right. I guess. Like, there's the early material, which is decidedly punk. Right. But quickly, they become just a rock band. That kind of, uh, the scope of which certainly uh, grows very quickly and vastly beyond the confines of punk music. I think that this was kind of in that same space. Like, this is this is a band playing within a rock format. There are elements of power pop. There are elements of punk. There are elements of post-punk. Um, there I mean, are, there's there's elements. It says oi at the bottom. Sure. I, yeah. Yeah, sure. There's, like, anthemic football chant kind of stuff in this as yeah. well. Yeah, and I would be interested to see where those different influences and how those different influences pop up throughout the runtime of this whole record. Right. It's also 11 tracks, which is fucking cool. My interest is certainly peaked. I'm absolutely going to listen to the rest of this this week. This was really fucking cool shit. Yeah. And again, a band that I wouldn't, other than The Clash, right, which I don't even, again, it's not a one-to-one -one comparison because there's a lot of other stuff going on here. I think they're most comparable to The Clash and just uh, similar yeah. uh, sensibility and idiosyncrasy. But like... At least that's all. Wouldn't immediately compare this to like another single band, which is a nice recurring theme on tonight's show. No, yeah, for sure. I, I can't think of another band that we've heard on this show that I'm like, yeah. Yes. You know? Right. And I think it's kind of fitting yeah. that this like is from the Basque region. Sure. Which is like an entirely separate. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure. It's, 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 it's like, well, I know that the political situation between the Basque region and Spain is a little tense. It's certainly, yeah. Right, but it has a, a, a totally separate origin. Yeah, yeah, it's it's culturally distinct. Uh, it's got distinct cuisine. It's got a distinct language, right? And the only other thing I know about it is it's got a national sport that's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, what's their national sport? Stone lifting. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Now, dude. you know I like to lift stones. I do know that. I like to lift up heavy stones. Yeah. These motherfuckers pick up like 600-pound stones and put them on their shoulder. That rocks. Check this out. Okay. I have wanted to do this for 20 years. Hell yeah, dude. This is the Basque region's national sport. It's one of them, yeah. Okay. Basque stone lifting. Fuck yeah. And they have three awesome. different traditional shapes of stones. Right. Round. Uh -huh. They have the sphere. They have a, a cube. And they have a rectangle. Okay. That fucking thing is 220K, yeah. which is perk near, which is a really close to 500 pounds. Sure, yeah. Right? Damn, that's wild. That kicks ass. Yeah, it does that's kick a, ass. That's a, that's a good national sport, let's go see. Let's go see Tad Xers and uh, <laughs> lift stones in the Basque region. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That sounds, like a good, that sounds like a good time, man. I like that a lot. I like that a whole lot. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, yo, so we've already reached our seven bands. We're just now at about an hour of recording. We have a singular voicemail, and we've just got. Keep going. Let's just keep going. Why not, right? We let's let's roll the dice at least one more time. Purple Pills really wants us to land on them, and I, I would love an excuse to read their email and try to sort of parse whether or not any of this is a joke. I have to assume it is an elaborate joke. Well, let's, look the the description underneath the fucking. Um, on purple pills yeah, yeah, yeah. of the song. Yes. Yes. For sure. All right. Let's roll the dice. All right. Three. 
All right, three is Hellbound, A Way of Live. So this was recorded live at, uh, let's see, where was it recorded? Recorded live at Audio Lounge in Glasgow in April of 2023. Um, so I don't know. Let me, uh, let, me check, let me check Northern Unrest's um, page here and see, like, if they've released anything else by this band. Like, I'm just kind of trying to figure out if this is, like, their, their debut. Okay, so they have Fury Never Dies. Oh, Fury Never Dies is the thing that... Okay, so this is the band that we heard, actually. I'm almost positive. This is the band that we heard on Hell Week that sounded like Clevo shit, and we were like, oh, this fucking really rocks. really good, yeah. Uh, and so I'm pretty sure that we have, we have already heard this band. Um, but this appears to be three separate songs from what appear on the three-song EP that we heard on the show. Okay. Um, All right. We were, I'm not even talking in the mic. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Alistair said uh, the last track is the one to go with, so we're going to listen to Legions of Black by Hellbound off of A Way of Live. <laughs> Legions of Black by Hellbound off of A Way of Live. 
fucking kicked ass, man. Yeah. Uh, also, fittingly, this was immediately compared in the write-up, and again, fittingly, appropriately so, to In Cold Blood, who mm -hmm. I just mentioned. That's true, because there is a lot of Clevo flavor in this, but it is not directly lifting from integrity. It's not directly lifting from, you know, a face value or uh, or, some, or or a one-life crew it's or anything like that. It's not a like full-on integrity. What was that band we heard a couple months ago that was like a full-on That's uh, Live It Down. Live It Down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, this is not an integrity clone by any stretch of the imagination. It's got Clevo influence in it, no doubt, particularly in like those harmonized guitar parts, which are fucking sick. Everything about this is very tasteful. The vocal delivery is cool. It's fucking frantic, frenzied, kind of unhinged at moments. He's taking, he's taking chances with it. He's making some choices, yeah. not just doing a one-note delivery, which I really appreciate. Um, also, yo, this was recorded live. That sounds fucking fantastic. Holy fuck, these guys are players, yes. dude. Yes. These guys are fucking right, that, players. That's what I was going to bring up. Is This is recorded live. These guys were on top of their fucking game when this was recorded. Yeah, dude. These guys are players. This fucking kicked ass. Also, I will say, there is hardcore that I like that is heavier than this. However, if hardcore never got heavier than this... I'd be just fine with it too. Like this is like my heavy hardcore du jour. Yeah, I, I feel like there's bands that are comparable to this in terms of heaviness, but no, I think that I, th for me, yeah, it starts to lose a lot. Yeah, when it gets much heavier than this, for sure. Yeah, it, it loses. It lose. It uh, it it just focuses. It gets distracted by trying to be heavy. I sure. Guess. Yes. Exactly. And like I said, there are a few exceptions to that rule. There, there's some stuff that I like that veers a little bit heavier than this. But for my money, like if you're gonna, if you're going to choose a lane of heavy hardcore to be in, this is exactly it. Yeah, it's fucking good. It's fucking groovy. Especially if it's you can riffy. play like these guys. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the drummer is whooping ass. I mean, the guitarists are. Yeah, everything about this. Here, here's Great. the only thing about this. Okay. 2019. Yeah. Three songs. Sure. Right? Yeah. 2023. Three songs. Three songs, songs right? <laughs> yeah, for I, sure. I know damn well you got more than six songs. You got to, right? You have to have more than this. Um, I don't know. Maybe a different label released another thing for them between yeah, I, I, now I, yeah, and the, then. Like, it, just doing a quick search for Hellbound. Doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't, for Hellbound doesn't really get you much. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I want this, you know, it, I, I don't know, man. Said it before. I'll say it. I'll say it again. I think it's even more fucking relevant now. It's a fucking insult. Yeah. To the band, to the consumer, yeah. to everyone. Yeah. To just do a fucking three song release like this. Um. You. But you. You said. Uh. You said 2019 to 2023. It's 2021. 2021. Sorry. Yeah. I was looking at something. That's. That's not. That's not as. That's not as insulting, but still, yeah. No, like, I was looking at something else. Yeah, in a in a two year period, I would like I would like more music than this, especially but, when but it's of this quality. Even at, because as the consumer, you yes, know what I mean? Sure. Like, no, I, I get it. Most we've said it before. Most people don't give a shit about the physical format. The physical format is a fucking token. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes, that you own it. But like, I fucking play it. Sure. Yes. Agreed. You know? Yeah. So I don't know for sure. Uh, but that said. Very, very good. Liked this a lot. We'll consume the other two songs on this and wish there were more. Um, okay, so we're at still, we're still at an under an hour we're, and 15 with we're, one message. Yeah, we're, we're, Let's just roll the dice. Because here's the thing. We're either going to get purple pills 
or we're going to get the band that Tyler <laughs> Hammer said. Here's the thing. I, I just do them both. Yeah, let's just do them both. Why the fuck Why not? the fuck roll dice? Why, why the fuck not? That's the, true. The, we just got two bands the left. The jig is up. We're just going right. to do all the bands this episode, right? right? right. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so Tyler said that this... Uh, well, let's do the other band first. Purple Pills? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, because he said that the the Fochus or whatever is probably going to be the best band we hear if we hear it on this episode. Okay. So let's see if that stands, stands the... That you know, if stands up to his claim, let's first listen to Purple Pills. And I'm gonna read to you, they've sent themselves in, I want to say, four times now, okay. and it's always accompanied by a long email. This says urgent, so the title of the, of the email here urgent resubmission, clarifying the seriousness and a path to rectify. Well, here's you know, this may or may not act. Do you, is this actually from the band? This is actually from the band, it's not from like Purple Trickster Friends of ours, Purple Pills Oi at yahoo.com. Okay, okay, and I want to point out that every word in this email is capitalized, which unless you have some sort of script that is allowing you to do that or is it automatically doing that is a pain in the ass to do. So this was probably meticulously constructed. Dear Nate and Gray, I trust this email finds you well and ready to engage in the matter we've been discussing. I want to underscore the seriousness of our conversation, reiterating that the man with the knife, in quotes, is not an abstract idea, but a very real and imminent threat that cannot be ignored. I am writing with a growing concern that demands your immediate attention. It has come to my notice that despite our previous efforts, the exceptional music of Purple Pills, specifically their outstanding songs, continues to be overlooked on your platform. The music of Purple Pills has been all over the world, and we have been watching it all. So I personally think that you have been able to accomplish what you need to do to achieve your goals and your success. I think that this was written with predictive text, as I am reading along on this. I am truly looking forward to seeing you on January 29th, and I am also pleased to invite you to a one and only meeting with each of us again. This is definitely predictive text. Uh, with this request in mind, we would like to open an internal dialogue on all aspects of our content and to talk about different ideas between ourselves and the companies. To that end, we will be able to find out about your business and specific potential as a series of follow-through activities involving us. I will contact you in order to try and understand your situation. The consequences of downplaying the situation are grave. By failing to act promptly and raise awareness, you're unwittingly exposing yourselves to potential harm. The safety of both artists and your platform is genuine genuinely at risk. The persistence of disregarding Purple Pill's music not only underestimates their artistic brilliance, but also establishes an unsettling pattern that is not only that is not only affect the disregard of the disregard of the disregard of the disease of the disease of consideration. In light of these concerns, I urge you to reconsider your current approach, embrace the opportunity to showcase Purple Pill's new track, Rockstar, a remarkable cover of the rapper Pink's song featuring a collaboration with an impressive array of guest rappers. Now, I am pretty sure that this is uh, a joke. There's no way it's not. Perpetrated specifically by one Jake Razor from the Kings of Punk podcast and from Leaking Head or at least some people in his crew. Okay. That is my prediction. Okay. Well, see, I, I, of course, it's a joke. Yes. Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, could be. Yeah, I believe that too. I, I it could be Jake. I think it's Jake. I, I don't know if it's maybe a little closer to home. I don't think it is. I don't know. I think there's some evidence that I have to point this that point like point us in the direction of Jake. All right. Well, let's listen to it. It's five minutes and twenty one seconds long. So supposedly it's pretty good. Yes, supposedly, according to that email, which was definitely generated through predictive text. Oh, 
minutes. I don't know if I can listen to five minutes. I just we might we might cut this. That is Cream Petco is a good store. Famous Footwear is a good store. I husband, family husband, so I'm rent groceries. Good place, good place to shop. Going back again. Rappers! We can't listen. No, dude, no. We can't do no, this. No. This is pure fucking No, nonsense. dude. Yeah, this is insane. Uh, I So that is definitely Jake. I, I would recognize Jake's voice anywhere. That is, uh, that is Jake. Now, my question is, is it Jake or is it uh, like uh, AI-generated Jake voice? Is this entire thing something that they've done through an AI prompt, which it very well may be. I could see that being yeah. a joke that they would certainly uh, yeah. find very amusing. All I'll say is this, guys. You finally did it. It got onto the show. You've done it. Congrats. I don't know what your end game was. All of you are deeply autistic. It was pretty funny. I will say when the part about uh, the good stores came up, that was pretty good. You got to chuckle out of me, but there's no way I can listen to the entirety of this. And I would especially like to leave enough time to listen to the actual good band, evidently, that evidently. Tyler sent yeah, our we'll, way. We'll see. We'll see, right? But you did it. <laughs> there you go. There's this purple is, pills. This is what the fucking robots say as they crush our skulls. This <laughs> is what it sounds like, right? For sure. In 10 years, you know, when all, uh, you know, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, this looks like an AI-generated guy. This is like too. the lullaby that this has got to be from like a video game or something. But uh, well, yeah, this, oh, the, the, yes. the skinhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah the for skinhead. Sure. I think. Yeah, this AI is like an AI image. lullaby that the fucking skull-crushing robots will sing to us. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's listen to the last band. This is, the, I think, the only time other than a Hell Week where we've just listened to every band on the on in the queue. So, yeah. Um, so don't take it for granted. This isn't you know this is not the new standard. No, this, is, this a, is not Baldur's Gate 3. This is not Baldur's Gate 3. This is an outlier, all right? Don't expect this moving forward. We just we were really speedy, and we've only got one message. That's right. Um, so this is uh, Fauchus. Um, I'm going to assume it's somewhere. Fauchis. Fauchis. <laughs> yeah, damn Fauchis out there. Yeah, the Fauchis out there. I'm somewhere in the vicinity of the pronunciation. I don't know. I ain't French. I don't speak it. But this band is from Bordeaux, France. Um, let me, uh, let me make sure that Tyler did not suggest a particular track on here. Um, he said the first track. So we're going to listen to Pyromancy by, uh, Fochus off of their self-titled release. 
There you go. That was the best thing we heard tonight. Yeah, that fucking rocks, dude. By a fucking long shot. Was, I don't know if it was a long shot because there was some other stuff I heard on here that I liked a lot. But You're talking to me, yeah, by a long shot. Okay, not a long shot for me by a by a, uh, by a smaller margin. But I mean, really fucking good. Yeah. Really, really yeah. fucking good. Uh, riffs phenomenal. Production phenomenal. Vocal delivery awesome. Liked that old girl was actually singing yes. during parts Sounded of this. fucking great. Worked fucking really, really well. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I also like the tag adult-oriented DB. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny tag. Yeah. That was real, real good. There's only one copy of this tape remaining, and I'm not in a position to buy it, particularly with shipping from Europe. So if you are, if you're a rich man, go ahead and buy the last copy of this cassette if it's not gone by the time that you're hearing this. This was really fucking good, man. Uh, good on you, Tyler. That redeems your fucking camp, even if it wasn't you. If it, even if it was Jake, because <laughs> yeah. certainly no, you no, fucking no, knew. You knew yeah, about you it. Fucking knew. About you knew about it, it certainly. Knew. So this, we'll call it even on this episode because you sent this in. This was really fucking good. You're right. This is the best thing that we had on the show tonight. You yeah. were, uh, your prediction was accurate. Even if, even if every single other thing we had had on the show were all fucking bangers. Uh, this would still be probably the best thing that we heard. So, right. I don't really have much else to say about it. it no, fucking, it's fucking sick. It's it fucking, fucking sick. It's fucking ripped. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think we could say anything that the music didn't say for itself. There aren't any copies of this left. Oh, you just buy it? Yeah. Well, this is out on Symphony of, Destru Symphony of Destruction. Oh, okay. So there's a couple things on there that uh, look interesting. Right on. So they just did a comp of like the fucking. Uh, rigorous institution like seven inches and stuff. Oh, sick! That's so. that's nice. Yeah. Right on. Okay, there aren't any copies of this left. Maybe they'll repress it. We'll see. Um, all right, let's uh, let's listen to our one voicemail and field a couple uh, text messages and then wrap it up. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, this is Morrison from Welcome Back Records. Hello, how are you guys? Uh, I was just listening to the intro of episode, I believe it's one eighty three, where you talk about um, knock loose. Uh, the singer for Knock Loose doing some stuff with 30 Seconds to Mars. And it strikes me as that is being uh, inherently planted, probably not by the folks in Knock Loose and probably not by Jared Leto and his cult of uh, 30 Seconds to Mars folks, but probably their management teams getting together, hoping that there's crossover fandom that will happen between 30 Seconds to Mars folks to Knock Loose and vice versa, which I guess just tells you how uh, far off from reality that most music management is, where they would think that there would be um, some crossover appeal between those two artists and between those two uh, factions of, of music fandom. Um, you know, it just, it just wouldn't strike me as odd as that being a management-derived thing. So, anyway, I was just on my way to Tractor Supply to pick up some chicken feed, and I thought I would give you guys a quick buzz. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. That's, 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 that's very likely. That's very likely. Sure. Right. Yeah. It yeah. always no, like, that, that's almost certainty. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things where it's I, I deal so seldom with anything on that side of music that it, it fails to occur to me that, like, oh, yeah, management does have... They, management teams and PR teams are involved with bands on this level and they do have harebrained schemes yeah. like this. Like, yo, you guys are playing the same fest. You should do this. That'd yeah. be awesome. Well, see, I'm like, the, I, I, I'm like the fucking idiot fucking consumer. Like, yeah. you know, 
Of course, that's the that's what fucking goes on. Sure, I don't think about it. Right, because I think that people do these things because they actually like to do them. <laughs> yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah but like, sure. nevertheless, we have the innocent minds of children here on the demolition well, it's, podcast. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's it's not even it's naive. Right, it's it, completely naive for sure. Yes, yes, of course, that is correct. Yes, for sure. Right? Well, it, I, it, well, it's like it's like you know. I get I get surprised when like shows fucking sell out and I'm like right what the fuck yeah you know what I mean like yeah yeah sure <laughs> we just we don't we're not we're not living in this century I'm just, I think, like you know no I'm I'm definitely not. it's 1999 eternal or yeah. 19, well 96 eternal sure yes right yeah peak right peak peak culture peak yes right agree we had things just easy enough yes. But uh, peak. Yes. <laughs> Agree. We did not need to move past 1996. Culturally, technologically, nothing. It was, it was, it would have been far too difficult yep. to do that fucking purple pills joke. Right. In exactly. 1996 to make it worth it. Sure. Right. Yeah. Peak. Peak. No doubt. Peak. But yeah, I was like, you know, of course. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. You know what? Set the whole f- next time at the fucking next fucking whatever Lollapalooza. Sure. Set the whole fucking place on fire. Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Give, give them the fucking, give them the station. Head in with a mini gun and right. fucking lock the gate. Yeah. Um, okay, we got some texts. The first one simply says, open mouth kiss, which, uh. is, a, <laughs> which is a reference to our, uh, our uh, Patreon, uh, most recent stinkers episode of Patreon. So if, if you want to know the details on open mouth kiss, go ahead and subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, then we've got, regarding the Knocked Loose vocalist doing a guest spot on a 30-second Samara set, I'm fully on board with the general sentiment that hardcore shouldn't be something that attempts to cater to different audiences in any way. I'm not saying this is the case, but if I had a voice like the dude from Knocked Loose and was approached by someone from 30 Seconds to Mars Camp about doing a song with them, I'd be fully aware of how horrible it was going to sound, and I would revel in that. Yeah, and that's a good take on that, sure. too. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Know, that's a good take. That's a good slap in the face. Because, listen, listen, listen. Yeah. Listen. None of this is my business. No. None of this is my it's, business. It's As fully in, outside my purview. Quote, unquote, business. Right, sure. Right? Yes. Right? Yeah. But, like, I know how I am. Right. Right? Yes. And if somebody, like, a quote, unquote, manager. Mm-hmm. Do I tell my fucking boss at work no all the time? <laughs> sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. like we had we had like a long ass discussion early on about some tasks that we were required to do. Yeah, and I went down a foot. Fu- I was like, "Do you want me to be completely honest right now?" Yeah, yeah. Let's have an open honest discussion. Two hours later. Yeah. I had enumerated all the ways in which I thought the things that he wanted us to do was insulting and stupid. Sure. Right. right? Yeah. So let alone an artist manager. Yeah, so like <laughs> I can't imagine like a dude coming up but like, hey, we got you signed. Uh, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's bad enough I'm playing this fucking show. Yeah. Right? Y- yes. Sure. That's what happens when you're an adult with oppositional defiant disorder. <laughs> I, I must have oppositional defiant disorder. <laughs> yeah. I got some kind of disorder. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> That's obvious to any and all listeners. Speaking of your job, the next text message is just a <laughs> it's just a screen cap of the, oh yeah there of, we go of the Twitter. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you doing some some field work. 
Ick's name, where I work. Okay, I'll beep. I'll beep it. <laughs> I'll beep it out in the. Uh, I'll beep it out in the uh, in the final edit. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got we've got another one here. I am storming my way to the stage at the Scal Show. A trail of lettuce and nacho cheese <laughs> in my wake. Live music enjoyers left shocked and dismayed. I respectfully snatch the mic from Cat Moss and hoist my smashed and understuffed crunch wrap in hand. This is my reality after reality. <laughs> See, Very okay, good. so this is the thing. <laughs> yes. All right, all right. So we've had a couple different takes on like you know the fucking the the the, the spotlight shining on hardcore and the commercialization of it. Sure. Fucking make it awful. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Make like it awful. Like if Scout would have come out just literally fucking cramming Taco Bell in the <laughs> right. mouth yes. and like yeah, yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to fucking scream into the mic, of course, with lettuce and shit flying everywhere. Beautiful. Awesome. Beautiful. The guitar players are trying to play their guitars with fucking with hard the, tacos. Or, yeah, or with sauce packets. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just a fucking mess, yeah. right? See, it that's the It sounds like shit. It looks like shit. Yes. See, right? this is my thing. Binge. I mean, fucking binge. Uncomfortable pop your belly fucking binge on cheesy bean and rice burritos and shit. Vomit and then, them up. And then, and then eject them yes. onto the fucking stage. Agree. Onto the pitch. Agree. On The, the soccer players are going to fucking slip on my vomit. Agree, dude. Honestly, take this corporate money and then do the worst with it. Yes. Man. Yes. Do the worst with it. Remind, KLF it. Rem, exactly. KLF it. Remind these people that this is not the place to come a sniffing. Right. right? Don't, don't you fucking come around here. You're, I'm going yeah. to I'm gonna take your money and I'm gonna give you the worst yes. goddamn outcome. You're not you're not gonna get compliance here. We're gonna cash that check and then we're gonna vomit on your sound right. stage. Right. right. Yes. For sure. That, that's, now, okay. Yes. Now now Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the move. That's that's definitely the fucking. But uh, move. you know what? I don't I don't know if anybody has the courage. I was I don't I don't think they do. I don't no. think anybody does anymore. Yeah, for sure. I don't think anybody does anymore. I yes. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Fuck it. I was watching fucking arm wrestling videos on YouTube and a Taco Bell commercial came up and there was a hardcore riff. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Agree. Do not we do not need, do not want. Um, I will say though, I talked to Malachi who plays guitar uh, in Scowl like a couple days ago because I kind of memed the whole situation. They're fully taking it in stride at the very least. Think all the memes are funny, not taking it too seriously. So I at least got to tip my hat to him on that and salute him for like being in good humor about well, it. You know, know listen, I mean? I mean, you know, the thing is, it's fucking easy. It's easy to fucking hang from the rafters and fucking throw shit. Of course. You it, know what I mean? It always is. It, it always is. And, and that's one of those things, too, where it's like the most succinct way I can put this is like, I fully am in the camp of thinking like the Disneyfication of culture at large, particularly subculture, is gay and lame, and it bums me out to see it permeating into hardcore. However, as we've said before, it's happened before, and it will eventually implode, and the people will realize, like corporate people will realize, this is not a sustainable effort. And I, you know, I, I just, I fully, decidedly, vocally don't like it. I think it sucks, but also, additionally. I like to see my friends succeed and do well playing music that they like to play. That's cool, you know, too. You know yeah. what, though? Take a few out while it's going down. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> take, take a few out with you, right? Yeah, no, no doubt. If you got AIDS, spread it around and take some lives. Right, there you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, we got one here. I'm 29 and have a tattoo of Patrick from SpongeBob. Do I go in the gulag with the pop punk pedos? 
in addition, do I go in with the weebs as well? When did you get it? Yeah, when did you get it? Right. That's that's the big question here. I think that's uh, we'll need more info before we can weigh in on that. That's right. Um, <laughs> that's right. We definitely need that is pertinent uh, pertinent information. Yes. Give us give us HIPAA rights, and we'll right. tell you for sure. Uh, I'm a bald Chinese dude with a mustache, and I'm in a band with three other bald <laughs> Chinese dudes with mustaches. Can you tell me how to fix my band? <laughs> Listen, man, we already put the we, we already put out the blueprint for you. You just got to go back and reference the episode. I told you how you can do it. You just got to switch up the facial hair, add a couple of hats in the mix, just make sure they're not the same type of hat, um, and then I think you'll be fine. You guys can even have different styles of mustache, and that would help a lot. But there are various ways you can fix this. It's an easy fix. You just got to change a couple things. Chinese, up. okay. Chinese, okay. Bald, no way. <laughs> um, okay, so last one here. Finally finished that Patreon episode. Intro to The intro to Full Circle Stop by Chorus is almost note for note, pull the plug by death. I'll have to re-listen to that and see if that's true um, and then report back on the nec next episode. Yes. It's not that I don't trust your judgment, but I don't trust your judgment just because, like, I don't trust anybody's judgment that I don't know immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm going to have to listen and with my refined, yeah. well-trained ear decide yeah. whether or not that's correct. Yeah. But if so, interesting, perhaps intentional. Uh, and that's all we got for the evening. Thanks to everybody for rocking with us, as always, and we will uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Even with a pinch on mine. Yeah, it's so fucking blatant. Okay, okay, yo, uh, so wait, well, I'm, I hit the record button again on this real quick to just add a final addendum. <laughs> that there. is so fucking blatant. We're not going to wait until the next episode. We'll just throw it right on the end here. We just A-B'd those two songs, and it's blatant enough that... If that was fully intentional, it is obviously yes. note for note, pull the plug. <laughs> right. And, but I will say, yo, you know what fucking rules? You, this, we are, we talked on that Patreon episode about how great the course of disapproval is. Yeah. You know why? Because now, now we see why. They're listening. Because in fucking 1990, right, right, right. You know, everybody talks about like, oh, you know, hate breed later on, they were pulling from death metal, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. A straight-edge hardcore band yeah. in 1990 is pulling from a death metal band that is essentially contemporary well, to them. Yeah, I mean, like three years prior. Right. Two, three, two, three years prior. So if you ever wanted to know why does, why does Chorus rule so fucking hard, that's why. Because they were ripping off death in 1990. You, you ought to play ABM. I, I'll, I'll ABM for everybody. So there you go. Now we'll actually sign off. Just wanted to throw that in. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>